Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I would like to share with you about my heart a little bit. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because they have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. How many people want God to remember your children? I want God to remember my children. How do I do that? I need to pursue to know the knowledge of God. Definitely, we can read the Bible ourselves. We can join the Bible study group. But at the same time, God put the shepherd in the house of God that the shepherd will cook food, feed the sheep. I want to communicate with all of you that God gave me so many teachings in my life. It comes out every single day. I don't have enough time to teach on Sunday or even in a care group. And in a care group, only a few people can be there. A lot of people don't join the care group, so they never heard the message that the Father in heaven gave to this man to feed the flock of God in this house. So I try to be wise and use the technology to feed the flock by producing teaching in the internet. So many teaching were not taught here, but in the studio or out the field somewhere, outdoor recording. Yesterday, I recorded another good teaching at a place called Dungeon Spit. I went there to record so that it made the movie look interesting to listen to the teaching. What I try to say is this. I don't force you. I just encourage you. If you are the chief of this flock, make sure that you listen to what God gave to this flock. Listen to the teaching. A lot of good teachings that I prepare. Go to YouTube. Subscribe. The New Hope International YouTube. Listen. We also put the playlist and all the teaching in the New Hope International website. You can download the PDF file and look at the playlist, copy in the YouTube and listen to the whole series of teaching. In fact, I'm preparing right now to record a teaching series called Eschatology in the studio. I'm going to record again the laying on of hand one more time. I used to record 20 years ago. At that time, I did not have a lot of experiences. I'm going to record about laying on of hand, demonology, eschatology, and those you were not here on the pulpit here because it's more like a teaching the Bible. Make sure that you take advantage of being in this house. Listen to all this teaching to feed your spirit and you know the knowledge of God so that you're not making mistakes. Amen? Hallelujah. I cannot force you. I just do my part. I obey God. God told me to produce teaching, record it, and it's the response of the chief whether you want to listen or not. But I noticed one thing, a lot of people around the world who listen to the teaching are blessed, healed, delivered, 
financially get better. They send a message to me through YouTube. Thank you so much. I got healed. Wow, my life is not the same. I got blessed by God. God gave me the new job. God bless my husband now. My husband got saved. So many good things happen when people get into the Word of God. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn your Word together today, and we want to receive your Word with attention. We want to keep your Word in our heart. We want to put your Word into our spirit, and we will practice what we learn, Father. Help us to grow spiritually. Help us to learn more and. Develop our life to be like Jesus Christ. We want to grow from glory to glory to glory, Father. May Your Holy Spirit teach all of us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I would like to teach the second part of the teaching series called "Learning to Truly Love." Two Sundays ago, I was teaching about love is patient. This is the second lesson. We're going to learn about love is kind. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse four. The Bible says, "Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, or boastful, or proud." You remember the Bible says, "Love never fails." If we walk in love, we will always have victory. That's why it's so important to learn how to walk in agape or divine love. Love is kind. Ephesians chapter four verse thirty-two: Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. We're going to talk in detail about kindness. God is kind to us, and God loves us. He put His love into our heart so that we can show kindness to other people. Kindness is love in action, not just sweet word. You can say "I loved you," but kindness is love in action. Last Sunday or two Sundays ago, we learned that love is patient. What does it mean? Love is patient. It means that we learn how to respond to the undesirable situation in a godly way. In order to minimize or to stop a negative outcome or negative circumstance, if my friend says something to offend me, and I got mad and I yell back and I attack back, retaliate, the condition gonna get worse. The condition gonna be bad because I use my anger to fight back. So. Patience is about preventing or stopping the negative outcome, but kindness is how love acts to maximize a positive outcome. It's like putting money in the bank account to make it grow more. Patience avoids or prevent a problem, but kindness creates a blessing. Victory, enjoyment, and blessing in the house. Patience is about prevention, but kindness is proactive. You do something proactively. These two attributes of love 
patience and kindness are the cornerstones or pillars of the love subject that we build something on them. That's why I am teaching this lesson first: patience and kindness. Love make you kind, and kindness make you likable. Kindness make people like you. When you're kind to people, other people will love to be around you. Is that right? Because you're so kind, people like to be around you. When they see that you are kind to them, they think that wow, this person is good to me, and this person is good for me. I like to meet him more. I like to meet her more, because she's so good to me, and she's good for me. Kindness really brings friendship and build up relationship. These scriptures that I can read are one of the favorite scripture for me. In Proverbs chapter three, verses three to four, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Pastor Da and I decided to be a loyal pastor. We never, never forsake any members. We are loyal to our members, up or down, good or bad. We will never desert our members. We want to be loyal people. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. How many people want God to show favor to you? Raise your hand up. How many people want other people to show favor to you? I wonder. Many times I pray before I get to the counter of the airline, and I pray, God, I need your favor. And God knows what I mean. So when I talk to the lady at the counter, she say, "Oh, we have first class left for both you and your wife. Okay, I upgrade you to be first class. Hallelujah! I got the favor to be upgraded to first class. One time, Pastor Da was flying Eva Airline to Thailand for the mission trip, and she went there at the counter." And the lady, the Taiwanese lady, look at her and just have favor on Pastor Da. I upgrade you to the special seat. Yeah, you see, God can give you favor when you are kind to people. Nowadays, in the medical field, the medical insurance really gave a hard time to doctors and patients. When I want to ask for MRI, I need to get authorization. When I want to perform surgery, I need to get authorization. In the old days, about 10 years ago, when you ask, bam, bam, within two days, you get authorization. Nowadays, after two weeks, they write back to us, no, we don't authorize. My assistant have to come to me. Can you call the doctor at Premier Blue Cross at Regions to ask for authorization? 99% of my call get answered yes. And my assistant say, what did you do? Why did they give you positive authorization for your patient? I say that I was kind. Hello, thank you for coming to the phone. Could you please help my patient? I was so kind to these doctors of the medical insurance. And after talking for a while, they say, "Okay, la, I give you authorization." Kind people simply find favor. Wherever they go, including in their home, 
in their marriage. Kindness is very important to build relationship. If you notice in the Bible, so many people that God put their name in the Bible were kind people. Give you example, King David. Why King David got so much grace from God? You read his story carefully. You can see that David was kind. David took King Saul's son into his home and took care of him. Even though King Saul tried to kill him, one time King David was in sick lab, and the enemies took all the wife and the kids and took everything from the children of Israel. King David took his men to fight back and. Got all the things back. The Bible says, after he came back, he distributed all these gifts to everybody. He did not keep it only himself, and he even gave to 200 people who did not go with him because they said they are too tired to go. He went with a few hundred, but the 200 stay home. He even gave to the 200 men who did not go with him. Look at Ruth. Ruth was so kind. She lost her husband. She knew that her mother-in-law. Was a single woman, was a widow. Two sons pass away. The husband pass away. Ruth say, "If I go back to my hometown, I'm gonna marry a new man." No, 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 no. I'm gonna show kindness to my mother-in-law. She went to Israel with her mother-in-law, picked up the grain, fed her mother-in-law. God looked from heaven. Hmm, this woman is so kind. I'm gonna give you favor. I'm going to bring a rich man to marry you, named Boaz. And not only that, she became the ancestor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ruth was a kind woman. Joseph was a kind man. He was persecuted. He was sold as slave, and became the prime minister in Egypt. When he met his brothers, instead of being rude to them and retaliate or revenge, he said. Bring your dad here. I'm gonna take care of all of you. As long as I live on this earth, was Joseph kind? Yes, Joseph was very kind to his brothers and family. That's why he received so much favor from God. Look at another man who was really receiving favor from God. His name is Abraham. Abraham went out of Haran into. The promised land, and on the way, he took his nephew Lot with him. God blessed both of them so much with a lot of animals and flocks, to the point that the land could not hold both flocks. What did Abraham say to Lot? He said, "Lot, we have to separate. The land is too small. Why don't you choose first which way you're going to go?" Lot chose. Sodom and Gomorrah land, <laughs> big mistake. But Abraham went another way. Abraham was full of the grace of God because he was a man of faith and kindness. Now, when we talk about the word kindness, we kind of say, "Yeah, good, pastor, kind, kind." Oh, can you give me definition of kindness? But today, I don't want to talk about definition. I want to talk about how to live. A kind life. I'm going to give you four principles, four things you can do 
to be kind to your friend, your husband, your wife, your kids, your pastor, your members, your boss, your employee, your friend. You want to be kind to everybody. Four things. Number one, kindness is about initiative. Kindness thinks ahead and take the first step, take the action without being asked to do anything. Kindness think ahead what to do. I admit to you that my wife, Pastor Da, is one of the most kind person in the world. She always come up with the idea to take care of me. She always come up with the idea of how to show kindness to our members. Sometimes I come home, hey, honey, I have this idea. Let's do this. I say, oh, really? That's good. I like it. I join you in. I want to show kindness to this family too. She always come up. She think and plan and take action, and no request required. No one have to email her or call her to ask for anything. She just take the initiative. Kindness will not sit around on the couch, watching TV, waiting for being coerced and told and commanded to do anything. If you are kind, to get out of the couch and help before you are asked to do anything. The kind husband and the kind wife will be the one who greet first, smile first, serve first, and forgive first. You are the first to take action. The initiative, take the initiative. And when you're kind, you are not waiting for another person to repent and get the act right first, but you show kindness right away. Is that what Jesus did to us? I used to put my fist up against Jesus when I was growing up in Thailand as a teenager. When I saw the cross in the church in Bangkok, I would put the fist up and say, "This is crazy! People believing in God." But God was still kind to me. Let me meet Pastor Da, a Catholic woman who took me to church. At least I can hear the gospel. Not only that, God was so kind to me, bring so many believers to tell me the gospel. Until I got saved, He did not wait for me to repent first. He showed kindness to me before I repent. The goodness of God lead us to repentance. Is that right? When you act from kindness, you will see the need, and then you quickly. Make your move first. Everyone say first. Everyone say initiative. Amen. Initiative. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Number two. Everyone learn something. You see the need. You act on it before people ask you. Number two. Kindness also include gentleness. Everyone say gentleness. What does it mean, gentleness? It means that you operate in tenderness. You are very careful of how you talk, how you act, how you treat your spouse, your mother, your father, your friend, your pastor, the members in the church. You will avoid being harsh, being callous, rude, yelling, 
mean, sarcastic, and demanding. You will speak kindly and gently. You are very sensitive to another person's feeling. You practice tenderness. You want to really be tender and gentle to people around you. You sensitive to other people feeling. Even sometimes you need to speak the truth that hurt somebody feeling. You still speak with kindness. Sometimes it's hard to receive some word of correction. It's hard to receive somebody to tell you you're wrong. And sometimes you need to tell your husband you are wrong. You need to tell your kids you are wrong. Stop that! But you still speak with kindness. Honey, can I share something? Honey, what do you think about this? You watch your tone of voice. You watch your body language, facial expression. That even you speak something very hard to hear, but you still speak in kindness. In gentleness, the Bible say you speak the truth in love. Sometimes we need to speak the truth to one another. Amen. When I share about the mass and about coming back to church and about seeking God and don't let COVID 19 to steal your blessing, to stop you from seeking God, stopping you from fellowshipping, I was speaking with love. I'm so concerned about spiritual condition of the members right now, because if we go on like this for a long time, it's not healthy at all. We need to fight. We need to resist the devil. We don't want demons and Satan to overcome and to really take our family out of the kingdom of God. Amen. Number three, helpfulness. Number one, initiative. Number two. Gentleness. Number three, helpfulness. What does it mean? Helpfulness. It means that you see the need and meet the need of the moment. When you see that your wife need help, you get up and help at the moment. You notice that your wife need the ears to hear what she want to express. You sit down and smile and nod your head. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. Anything else? I listen to you. You show helpfulness. Sometimes people need your help to cleaning up the house or to do something, and you show kindness to that person. I really appreciate members of this church. I want to say one thing. I'm very really proud of the elders of this church. The elders of New Hope International Church are very, very godly and very kind, and really fear God. And I notice that any time anything happens in our church to the members, our elders make a decision to show kindness to our members. Amen. One of the members called the elder. Oh, brother! I see the rat running in my house. What can I do? Should I call the company to come in to get rid of the rat in my house? And that brother, that elder, say, "If you call, they're going to charge you at least six hundred dollars." How about this? I stop by at your house. 
I'm gonna look for you. What's happened? That brother, that elder came to that member house. Pastor Dan know the story. And look at, he saw that the underground thing have a hole that the rat can walk through. He went to buy something to put on, and put the trap underground for that member. He did it, and he said, hey, "I'm gonna come back every Sunday to look at that trap and put a new trap in." This is we call kindness. You help. They need to get rid of the rat from their house, that family, and our elders show kindness, taking action of the need to be met right away. In any relationship, you notice that there are two words: the word responsibility and the word rights. The rights that the wife have is that she need love from the husband. And she need honor from the husband. So when the husband show kindness to the wife, she can serve the husband without worrying that her rights are not met because the husband already fulfill the rights that the wife should have. In the same way, if the wife show kindness to the husband, it will stir up the heart of the husband to discover what his wife needs and motivates him. To fulfill that need, ensure that the needs are met, even though his own need has to be put on hold for many months. But he's g o i n g to take care of the needs of the wife first, because the wife show kindness to the husband. Therefore, kindness is so important in marriage and in the church, in any relationship. One, the first one, initiative. Two, gentleness. Three, helpfulness. Discovering the needs and meet the needs. Four, willingness. What does it mean, willingness? When you are kind, you are willing to be agreeable. Instead of being obstinate or refusing to yield, instead of being reluctant or stubborn, you are willing to cooperate, to compile, to coordinate with, to. Be flexible. Adjust your life to meet another person's desire. Instead of ignoring, instead of complaining, and making excuses, you look for the creative ways to accommodate and adjust and to help your friend or your spouse. A kind husband can end thousand argument in the house. When he is willing to listen to his wife before he talk too much, just listen, honey. Thank you. Okay. What else? Tell me. Tell me. When the wife try to say something and the husband argue right away, no, I'm not going to do this. La 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 la. Oh, thousand of argument can happen that day. But if you just keep quiet and yield and you surrender. And willing to listen, you're going to stop all the argument for thousands of them. Amen. Actually, one story in the Bible show us kindness. The story of the Samaritan man. Luke chapter 10 talk about a Jewish man who was robbed. His clothes were torn apart. He was left half dead on the road, and 
a priest walk by, look at him, and walk away. A Levite walk by, saw him with blood, dying, walked away. These two Jewish men saw the Jewish man, injured Jewish man, and they thought that I'm too busy, I'm too high in position. I don't like blood. I don't want to get my hand dirty. I don't want to waste my time. Bye bye. You can die. But a common man of another nationality, a Samaritan, walked by. You need to understand at that generation, the Jewish people really play discrimination and racism against the Samaritan people. They had. Fight and bad feeling to each other, strife and division, big boundary, a big wall between the Jewish and the Samaritans. This man was a Samaritan man. He knew that this is a Jewish man who looked down on his nationality, but out of compassion and kindness, the Samaritan man stopped, bandaged his wounds, poured the oil and the wine. Put this man on his own animal. He came down from the animal and he walked. The, the other man was an animal. Took him to the inn, pay money for food, for hotel, and he said, "I have to go to business. I cannot come back. But when I come back, whatever the inn owner spend, I will pay you back." He spent his own money. He was. Really kind to this man, he took the initiative to meet the needs of this man. He was willing to pay. He was very gentle, bandaged the wound, and he was very helpful. This story is interesting. Two persons of different nationalities that have strife and hate each other help. With kindness, can you imagine, husband and wife in the home? You love each other. If you show kindness to your husband and to your wife, how much enjoyment you're going to have in the household? I believe that a lot of you get married because during dating time, you were drawn to each other because your boyfriend and girlfriend whom you marry with show kindness to you. Take you out for dinner, say sweet things to you. Wow, I like to marry this man. He was so kind to me, and you were expecting the enjoyment of marriage. Oh, he was so kind. But after a few years, after you have seen his weaknesses, her weaknesses, the kindness start to die down. Now it end to be end up being jelly. Mad, unforgiveness, and hating each other. I want every marriage to be full of enjoyment. How many people expect enjoyment in relationships? I expect enjoyment in relationships. Your enjoyment come when you show kindness to one another. Your enjoyment in relationships is linked to the daily. Level of kindness that you express to your friend and your spouse and your kids 
and your parents and brother and sister in the church. Let us be kind to one another. Amen. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 26. This is the description of a mother who was praised by her son, her kids, her husband. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongues is the law of kindness. Let us practice kindness in our household. Let us become a kind husband, a kind wife, kind parents, kind children, kind members of the church. Amen? Become kind to each other. A few weeks ago, at the end of Sunday service, I was driving out from this building at 7 p.m. Everything done. Everyone went home. I closed the church. I put my phone up and I saw a live message to me attacking me about your service from my member. I want to cry. I was here from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hot in the afternoon. Instead of being kind to me, that member rebuked me and attacked me. I tell you the truth. It's very discouraging. This is the time that we need to encourage one another. Be kind to one another. It's tough already to face the pandemic, to face the economical problem right now. We need to be kind to one another. Not to attack one another. Amen? But right after three seconds, God said to me, be gracious to this person. I lie back right away. I will fulfill your request. I do it for you. But the way it was done was not kind to me at all. Ask yourself every day, are you harsh? Are you demanding? Are you kind to people? Will people describe you as a kind person? Are you gentle? Are you helpful? I need help. I don't need criticism. You need help. You don't need criticism. Is that right? Do you wait to be asked to take action? Or you take action first? And help right away before being asked. Don't wait for your spouse or your friend to ask for something. Take action first. Taking the initiative. Taking the kind, gentle, helpful, and willing actions to bless other people. I know sometimes your feelings are bad. You don't want to show kindness. Like what happened to me that day when I saw the message on the phone. But I choose to be kind and gracious to that person because the Holy Spirit warned me, don't act the same way. You need to be kind to the person. Amen? Amen. My brothers and sisters, two Sundays ago we learned that we need to sometimes keep our mouth shut and don't burst out in anger. 
Today we learn that not only shut our mouth, but we should do at least one unexpected kind action a day to our spouse, to our friend, to our family members. Def- definitely, family members you live together in the same home. Let me read the last scripture and I end. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 22. How many people learn something today? How many people say from now on going to be kind? Amen. Proverbs 19:22. Okay, N- initiative, gentleness, willingness, helpfulness. Proverbs 19:22. That which is desire in a man. Man here doesn't mean male, but mean human being. Is loyalty and kindness. And his glory and delight are his giving. If you are giver, God will give you glory and God will give you joy. But a poor man is better than a liar. My brother and sister, every human on earth needs Loyalty. I will never cheat my wife. I will never have an affair. I will be loyal to my wife. I will be loyal to my members. I will never forsake my members. And not only that, I want to be kind to my members and my family. Because everybody in the earth desire loyalty and kindness it will build people up from today on choose to be kind amen this sermon may not be for you but it's for me I need to improve my being a husband to be kind to Hasada (laughs) to take the initiative to be gentle to her more to be helpful and to be willing. I want to be a good husband. Amen. There are three kinds of Christians. If you are in this church long enough, you notice that I picked the third kind of Christian. The first kind is this. Oh, I accept Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I go to heaven anyway. And then it's done. I can live whatever I can do. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to serve God. I don't need to read the Bible. I don't need to grow. I'm saved. I'm going to go to heaven. The second kind of Christian is this. Oh, God loves me so much. He loves me. He wants to give grace to me. Therefore, I can do whatever I want. And God still is gracious to me. That is the second kind of Christian. And sometimes, preachers come out with this kind of message. God loves you no matter what. But the third kind of Christian is this. The Christian who love God, love brothers and sisters, and want to grow spiritually to become a mature Christian, to do the right thing, to have the right heart, to bless people, to be the salt and the light of the world, and to really give glory to God, and wait to see God with the rewards in heaven. I want to be the third kind of Christian. This is the reason why I'm so serious about teaching you to grow up spiritually and to be the right kind of Christian. Amen? No question, God loves you. But the question to you is, do you love God? The question to you is, do you love other people? Putting the mask on 
at this time is to love people, and not only really that, when you show kindness to people, you love people. Amen. How many people say, "I will put this teaching into practice"? From now on, you're going to see more kindness in your home. Amen. Practice kindness, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us your word. Oh Lord, we all are not perfect. We make mistake. Sometimes we practice anger, being short-tempered. Sometimes we are mean, and we don't show kindness to people around us. Many times we take it for granted, Lord. To people around us, especially our spouse, our children. From now on, we promise you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will have the freedom to remind us to be kind, to be loving, to be patient, and we will not take it for granted with people around us. We will show kindness to one another, kindness even to people who are not lovely, who have not changed yet, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want. To be mature Christians, we want to grow up, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, help us, change us, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.